Hey guys, my name is Adrian Fanaka and welcome to my Intelligent Automation Product Owner Podcast. In this podcast, I'm exploring the life of a product owner in the field of Intelligent Automation. Uh, This podcast reflects solely my views, even if I'm working for a Fortune 30 company. How will success be measured and are there ways to mitigate investment risks? Success of RPA should be first measured by the results of every process. Measuring how many of them were processed by employees, how many of them were processed by the bot. Without a proper mapping of activities, without a proper mapping of roles and responsibilities, it will be hard to determine the full success of RPA. RPA was also one of the key factors telling business that something could be wrong with the process itself. So during the development period, the whole process helped businesses identify things that were not so logical or could be done differently. And this is one of the successes of RPA as well. But without proper data from business employees, how many hours daily they spend on some activities and how many hours per day they spend after the bot implementation, I would count the success like this. For success to be measured, we have to agree on what is the success. What is the success for IT may not be the success uh, for business. It depends on the parameters for measurement. So for IT, success is 0% of failure, which for business is totally meaningless because this is just the success rate of process of the bot. But this is not about what the bot delivered. And the way of mitigating investment risk is to define the success before implementing the bot. So what is really the scope? What is really the goal for business, for example? The way to measure success is measure the same thing with and without bot. To mitigate that is how good you select the process to be automated. If you select a bad one, the bot is not usable. Success can be measured by reduced number of bot failures and making sure whenever there is any kind of bot enhancement that it's completed timely and everything is clear. Whenever there is uh, an issue or constraint it has to be resolved in a professional way and completed as it should be and of course repetitive issues give harder time to business especially if they face it a lot if we mean that a process has been implemented successfully it doesn't mean um, that it will work well in the future so what i think that success is Uh, that once it is implemented, it's working on a longer term and it's also valued by customers or employees. And I think how it will be measured is not really measured in terms of money, but in terms of how people appreciate it. Because if people do appreciate it, that means that RPA gets even more attention, leading to more opportunities and so on. But if something is implemented incorrectly, that doesn't help at all. That means that trust could go very quickly. 
So it really depends how we define success. And I think that success in our case is more like trust and longer term time efficiency. And risk, yes, of course, investment always holds risk, but I think we only see it once we go further. If at the beginning we see that an investment might succeed, but then we go on and see that it turns out that they are showstoppers or at the end it doesn't really help at all, then this is something which uh, has to be considered, whether it's worth and uh, I think this is also something which uh, builds on trust. And uh, it's not really a question of money. It's really about building trust among employees. Measuring the success for me is based on the customers. For me, that's the most important thing. Because honestly, I don't care about the project manager. We are working for the business after all. And they are the ones that must be happy at the end of the day, not the project manager. Ways to mitigate investment risk. I think a good way is doing a really good documentation of the process and how we want to automate it. In this way, if we are really going to throw RPA to the trash, we will still be able to automate. Success for two different people is different. If the goal is to increase the speed, RPA can increase that and that will be their success. You can measure it before and after the implementation. For some people, if you want to free up their people's time to do more complicated work to help their company move on and win the competition, then RPA can do that and do some time-consuming tasks. And then how to measure that is to measure before and after and calculate how much time RPA can help. So these are two examples. Uh, I guess there are more examples. It depends on what success people would like to get. For the second question, how to mitigate the risk, that depends on the goal of RPA, which can be different. I think the risk in general can be mitigated in many ways. I'll give you one or two examples. One example, if you want, if the tool is new and you don't have any people who are familiar with the RPA tool, you can start from implementing RPA at a smaller scope or smaller area. So that when you complete that, you can learn how to manage RPA and you can scale up to the bigger area later. That can help you mitigate the risk. Some other examples may be if you want uh, to make sure that you get the results you need, you probably need to get the expert to help you. For example, within the company, if you have a network or other teams that have implemented RPA, you should partner with them and learn from them before you get started. That can help you jumpstart and reduce some risk of failure. So those are two examples. I believe there are more types of mitigation to the risk, depending what risk you are focusing on. I believe the success or measuring the success is an unlucky one, because if everything works perfectly without any issues, no one is talking about this and that robotic process. Of course, the most noise is coming when something goes wrong.
And everyone wants to measure the case when something does not bring the value, the initial assumption that it could bring. So yeah, measuring the success of the automation is something more challenging. And to be completely honest, I was not that much involved in calculating the FTE savings. So even though I had some initial information, in many cases, it turned out that we had to readjust those calculations. And because of this, I'm not quite comfortable with uh, saying anything about the measurement of the success or measurement of the efficiencies bringing. Uh, constantly changing business processes and business not being aware of system replacement taking place can be mitigated by signaling that, okay, we as business are aware that there might be some changes in the future then maybe if there is a bit more focus on what exactly is changing, I mean, is it the system or is it the entire process? Is it just parts of the process and any kind of, you know, bit more explanation on what is the change or what is expected to be changing and by when? So what is the timeline of that change? I'm not sure how much I was involved in the different processes, but maybe that could have helped a lot. That track at the beginning. If there is a kind of routing in place to, you know, ask the right questions, if they see this process to be the same in one year, two years, three years, or something that will have an impact on just six months, then maybe if it's tracked at the beginning and constantly readdressed, then maybe it's a bit more straightforward even at the development phase. What does the industry say? iGraph X, a process excellence consultancy, writes via its uh, CTO that success can be measured mostly by increased process efficiency, so more output with the same or less input, or same output with less input or cost. And as a way to track success, KPI dashboards seems an obvious choice. The USB port, a digital platform for independent journalism, writes that there are four ways to measure success of intelligent automation. Speed and productivity, accuracy, compliance, and the value of freeing up humans. UiPath, the market leader of end-to-end -end process automation, gives few clues where to look from operational perspective and business point of view. Operationally, looking at errors, utilization and success rate, but also process duration. From business perspective, Roy is king. However, it is again UiPath who comes up with the note that is not so easy to measure RPA return on investment, especially because you need to decide if you do it per process or per whole program. Finally, Wavestone, a consultancy in line with previous thoughts, proposes to measure the KPIs before the automation implementation and have a baseline. For example, measure performance by time. Also, measure number of uh, errors a human does. And... To continue the discussion, you can find me on LinkedIn, 
on my Facebook page or on my blog. You can find the links in the description. Till next time, good automation.